Hi, and welcome to the Parenting in the Middle podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Goodman. I'm a certified life coach and a mom to four teenagers. Do you ever wonder if you're doing this whole mom thing right? Are you pushing too hard or not enough? What does it look like to love your teens, yet keep firm boundaries? Would you love to get your kids to listen without yelling and feeling frustrated first? Here in this podcast, you will find coaching and communication strategies to help you tackle all of your hardest parenting struggles. These strategies will help you parent with more confidence, peace, and influence. I'm so glad you're here. Let's go. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. I just got back from an event called Funnel Hacking Live. For the last year, I've been coaching members of ClickFunnels as they've grown their business. It has been such an amazing opportunity. I will be finished doing that at the end of October, but we were invited to go attend Funnel Hacking Live, which was an awesome experience. And I've just loved this opportunity that I've had to coach a group of people that I wouldn't have had the opportunity to coach had I not been asked to be part of the ClickFunnels Momentum Coaching Program. So while I will miss those members that I've coached for the past year, the good news is is that more time will open up for me to coach parents of teenagers, which is my favorite, favorite thing. Because I remember where I was five years ago when my oldest was 14 and I had let's see, like 12, 10, and 8. My kids are two years apart. And I remember how hard it was. And I was thinking about it last night, about the first motivational conference that I went to. It was in 2016. And I just, two things. One, I felt like just those low moments where you're just like, all right, I've got to do something because what I'm doing isn't working and I feel terrible and just a whole bunch of things. And I could do a whole podcast on, and maybe I will, about, um, you know, those thoughts. Well, and maybe it's not a thought, but an event or a time that sticks out into your mind, whether it's, you know, something that you've gone through that's really hard and even a tragedy, those tragedies stick out into your mind. Like if I asked you where you were on 9-11, you would remember that. Or if something amazing happens to you, you get married, you have a baby, you remember small moments from those times that, you know, what you were doing, where you were, what you were thinking. And so sometimes those events and times, whether they're happy or sad, they stick in your mind. Well, I've had two experiences in my life where those moments have stuck into my mind, but it's because I had a thought. So nothing really dramatic happened, but I had a thought come to my mind that stopped me in my tracks. And when that thought came to me, it propelled me in a direction that changed my life. And so that thought, that moment has stayed with me. And I just distinctly remember two times where this has happened, and I wanted to share them with you. So one of those moments was born from the hopeless thought that I was just a mom. And if you could see me right now, you would see I'm doing like air quotes around just a mom. That was how I felt. I remember it was a Sunday, and I was preparing a young women's lesson on motherhood. Super ironic, right? My house was a wreck, 
and I felt like I couldn't get a handle on my life. I felt like it should be easier, and I didn't feel like I was setting a really great example for my own girls if I wasn't happy with where my life was. I should be happy. I have everything I wanted. I've checked all the boxes. And keep in mind, I'm like 35 years old, which is not very old at all. And to think, what else am I supposed to do with my life at 35? I've done everything. Checked all the boxes. And I'm raising these daughters, and I'm thinking... What am I inspiring them to do? The same thing that I've done, and now I feel like I'm done at 35. Like, I didn't know what else to do. I was home with my kids. I had everything that I had wanted. I had uh, an amazing family. I had a home. I had beautiful girls that I was taking care of. But inside, I felt a little empty, like there was something more and I didn't know what it was. Did I need to get a job? Did I need to go back to school? Or did I just need to keep my house cleaner and read my scriptures more and have a better time management strategy so that I could feel like I was making a good use of my life? So here I am on a Sunday morning, finishing up my lesson prep for this lesson on motherhood when I myself was feeling like I was just a mom. I wasn't as fulfilled as I thought I should be. I loved my kids so much. I loved being a mom, actually. I I was never the teenager that babysat all the time or loved little kids. And so when I started having kids, I loved it. And I genuinely love serving my kids and being a mom. It's my favorite thing. However, in this moment, in this time of my life, I just was kind of looking at my life going, I've checked all the boxes. And there's more, but I don't know what to do. I don't know if I should go back to school or get a job. Or I didn't get my degree, which was something that has always kind of bothered me. And so I could go back to get my degree. But I was just feeling really stuck. And, like, I wanted to do more, but I didn't know how to get it. And, like, being a mom was just not enough. But as I'm preparing this lesson, I'm feeling better. I'm feeling like, okay, no, what I am doing matters being a mom matters, and I felt better. So I, I go to church, and I'm teaching this lesson, and we had, it wasn't a team teacher, but I had someone in there that was teaching with me. And I felt like the lesson went well. I, I could probably, if I were to listen to it again, I would probably have a whole lot of opinions, and, and I would do it way different just because of things that I've learned and the way that I want to teach teens now is not really to prepare them for motherhood. When you're like 15, 16, I think your focus can be on yourself more than getting married and having kids. And so the person I was teaching with, I at the time had a really hard time with what they said, but where I'm at right now, completely understand where they were coming from and it wouldn't hurt so bad because I have learned through this experience. But I'm giving this lesson And remember, I am feeling really insecure that I have not finished college. I do not have a degree. And I'm feeling like I'm just a mom, that I have no other skills. And even my motherhood skills look look really bad from the outside because my house is a mess. I'm disorganized is how I felt. And I just was really scattered. So even my, my idyllic vision of motherhood, I felt like I was not living up to that either. So it was kind of like, Kristen, you have no skills but you're a mom. (laughs) 
that's kind of the the attitude that I had. I was really, really not a fun time. So anyway, I'm teaching this lesson. I'm feeling good about it. I enjoy being with the youth and teaching and interacting with them. And at the end of the lesson, the person in there that was teaching with me says, now remember girls, it's important to have a plan B. And then she proceeds to talk about getting an education, finishing college, figuring out what you want to do, having a job. And I mean, looking back, like right now, I so appreciate that message, of course. And that is the message I would emphasize on the youth and on the girls today. Back when I was 35, though, I ended that lesson circling back to that original thought that I had had. I'm just a mom. I don't have a plan B. I didn't have a plan B. And I made that mean a really painful story that... I was just a mom. I can now say I'm so grateful for this thought, this thought that made me feel really terrible and this story that I had about where my life was, that it should look different, I should be better. It actually propelled me to just always chase this validation that I was doing good enough. So I needed the clean house. I needed the organization. I needed my kids to act a certain way, look a certain way, be a certain way. Because my role as a mom mattered, and that's all I had, and it needed to be good enough. That's basically what that thought made me do. And when I kind of reached this low point of like, nothing I do is going to be good enough, and this is, this is it, now what? It propelled me to take some action. I took a step. That step led me to go to a motivational conference with like 19 women. And it was the first time I had ever seen coaching before. And it was the first time I really, I realized how similar a lot of us are in the fact that we all struggle with something. Everything we feel, while it may come from a different circumstance, our lives aren't the same, what we feel is. So if we feel sad or lonely or insecure or not good enough or a lot of shame, those feelings are the same, and we can relate so much to other women who feel the same way, even if the reason why they're feeling that way isn't similar to the life that we have, right? Like maybe they're not feeling shame because they're not a good enough mom, but they're feeling shame because of another aspect of their life. So that might just give you a glimpse on where I was and what prompted me to go get coaching certification and what I love about coaching is I've always loved self-development and parenting books and reading and learning, but the coaching strategies that I learned helped me to apply the things that I was reading. So instead of reading something and really enjoying what I was reading and thinking, oh, that's amazing, that's a great idea, but then my life would stay exactly the same because when hard things would come, I didn't know how to, I would try to think differently, I would try to respond differently, like I was being taught to do in the books I was reading, but it just didn't work. It didn't feel like I was making a lot of progress. And so coaching really helped me figure out that missing piece that took me from, you know, feeling like I was just a mom, but then being okay about it and being like, oh, you know, this does matter. Yes, I am where I'm supposed to be. But then someone would say something like, but you still need a plan B, and then going right back to, <laughs> it's like that line graph. If you think of like, you're climbing, you're climbing, you're climbing, and then you're like, all right, I've got this. 
and then someone says something and you fall right back down to where you started. That's kind of how it was for me. I'd go up and I'd feel good and then I'd go right back down to where I started. Coaching helped me just continue moving forward to not let the things that people thought or the things that people said have any impact on my life. And it helped me appreciate, you know, we all have different experiences and different things in our lives that happen that we can learn from and what someone else goes through, that's their experience and I can learn from that and I can also be really proud of my own experience. So wherever you are at, whatever thoughts that you are believing right now that are making you feel terrible, know that they are there to propel you to the next step. You are going to learn, you are going to grow, and you are going to be grateful for where you are right now because it's going to be the thing that teaches you. Because what ended up happening for me is I couldn't get out of this feeling of being so stuck. It, however, I knew that there was more. I started realizing, okay, this isn't how it's, I'm not supposed to feel this way, right? God doesn't want us to feel insecure about our lives or like we have failed. No matter what, no matter where we're at, what we're doing, we are not on this earth so that we can feel terrible, but we do feel terrible. And so that's when we need to get the inspiration on what to do next. And so that's what happened for me. I ended up finding this conference. I go to California by myself. I'm super scared to fly. I never travel alone. I had never stayed in a hotel room alone. And I go, I mean, looking back, I can't believe that I did this. I spent a lot of money on just myself. I purchased a plane ticket. I flew by myself, again, scared of flying, rented a car, figured out how to navigate all of that on my own. I got in my rental car, drove in California on the freeways, not knowing really where I was or where I was going. It was dumping rain. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm totally going to get in an accident. I couldn't even see in front of me. The windshield wipers didn't work that great in this rental car. And I was just really, really nervous, but it ended up being the thing that changed my life. And from where I am right now, it's like that. I don't remember who gave this talk in conference one year. I might look it up and put it in my notes, in the show notes, but um, it's where you might shift your life by like one degree. It's not a huge change. Like if you're in an airplane and it changes just one degree and where you'll end up because you made that small change or made that small decision and you took your course and you just shifted it one degree, over time you will be in a completely different space than if you just stay the same, if you stay scared or if you stay stuck, kind of like where I was. So don't be afraid to just change and shift one degree. And remember that that shift can happen if you make a decision that propels you in the direction you're supposed to be or if you stay stuck and if you make decisions that maybe seem small. You don't um, take care of yourself. You don't feel like you deserve the life that you want to have. Even that shift of one degree over time will lead you down a path that you of a life that you don't want. And so be really focused on changing your life that one degree, but in a way that moves you forward. And the smallest step 
will have a huge impact over time. And so I just share this with you today so that you can see no matter what you are believing, whether it's motherhood or whether it's struggling with your kids and believing this story about them that they are difficult and hard and you have failed as a parent, those are all just stories in your mind that you are believing that is creating the reality you are living in right now. So the reality that I was living in, that I was just a mom, it was equally as true that I had the ability to shift my thoughts to propel me to take a different action, learn something new, do something for myself. I deserved it and you deserve it too. So you are not a failure, even if you believe it, you are not a failure. You're just believing a story and not seeing any other way out of it. And so if this is you, I'm gonna put a link to my calendar in my show notes and just schedule a free session with me and let's just talk through it. There's never any pressure to join my coaching program. I love coaching women one-on-one. And even in that short 30 to 60 minutes, we can make some progress. So I'm here to help you feel better about where you're at and get you on on a path to making progress to feeling like you as an individual are in are a whole person. And so you don't need the validation from anyone else or from your kids for you to feel good enough. So here I am, let's see, it's seven years later and I got to attend a phenomenal conference, Funnel Hacking Live with about 5,000 other people and there were some amazing speakers there. I met some incredible women And I've had this experience in the last year to coach members of their coaching program in ClickFunnels. I have my own business where I coach parents of teenagers. And I'm having so much fun, all from one single decision I made when I was in a really dark place. So I wanted to share, since I was at Funnel Hacking Live, three of the speakers I enjoyed the most. If you like self-development or inspiring stories, then I wanted to make some recommendations. So Marie Forleo has a book called Everything is Figureoutable. And it is really good. It's a New York Times bestseller. And it's just about believing in your ability to figure something out. Like there's no, and I talk about this a lot with my clients, how we're so worried sometimes to make the right decision. Should we do this or should we do that? And we just want it to be the right decision. When there's actually no manual or any, like how are you even supposed to know what the right decision is? And if you are so stuck on your decision being the right one, it's more exhausting and it's time consuming than if you just decide to trust yourself, make a decision and go. You'll either learn from it or it'll be the one that you need to do. And so there really is no such thing as a quote-unquote right decision. So whether you're solving a problem or doing something you've never done before, everything is figureoutable. So no matter where it lands you, you can figure out how to deal with it, how to grow from it. And so her book is really inspiring. I love her. The other one is Jamie Kern Lima, and her book is called Believe It, and she was... She has an amazing story as well. She created, she was the founder of It Cosmetics. 
She had rosacea and this makeup she created helped her cover that up, but no one would market it for her. And they told her she couldn't use before and after pictures. So like pictures of her skin with rosacea wouldn't sell her makeup. They wanted her to use a flawless face to sell her makeup and she did not want to do that. So after being told no after no after no, she ended up taking a chance and like being on the brink of bankruptcy because she had purchased and manufactured all of this makeup. And she ended up selling out and selling her business. And this, of course, is over the course of years, selling her business for like a billion dollars. Incredible, incredible story. And then the last speaker that I enjoyed was Brendan Burchard, and I've listened to him for a long time. His book, High Performance Habits, I have on Audible, and watching him speak live was phenomenal. He's fantastic, so I highly recommend if you're able, ever able to have the experience of watching him speak live to take it because it was really good, and it propelled me to listen to his podcasts again. Sometimes you get a little bit tired of the same podcasts over and over. So I hadn't listened to him in a long time, but again, really motivational. And if you, if you love self-development and you want to have those high performance habits, not because it adds, makes you more valuable or better than other people, but just because you enjoy living up to your potential. And maybe that will be another podcast because that is another thought as we talk about those thoughts that stand out to us in our minds where we can remember the exact time and place we, where we were when we had those thoughts. That is the other thought that I remember having. After I had gone through this experience of this thought that I was just a mom, the other thought that I remember distinctly having in my mind was, and it's more of a feeling of understanding how much potential we all have inside of us. And we don't need to do anything more or anything better to reach that potential. And I think that is what helped, made me stuck for a long time is feeling like I always needed to do more and be more in order to reach my full potential. And I didn't know what that would look like. I just knew that it, there would be a place that I would get to. If I was doing enough, then I would feel like, okay, this is it. I'm performing at a high level. I'm a good enough mom. And there really is no um, place. You will never get to that place where you're like, all right, I've got it. I'm doing enough. Because in our minds, we always want to reach higher and we want to reach more. And if we do that from a place of chasing this feeling that we're good enough, we're never going to do it. But if we feel good enough first, and this was a huge light bulb moment for me, if we feel good enough first, we don't have to do anything better than the way that we are doing it right now. The way that we are doing it right now is good enough. And so we can just settle in to who we are, our strengths, our weaknesses. Of course, we can make different decisions that are going to help us grow or set goals that we want to set but we don't need to in order to be better. We are whole and we are worthy just as we are. And when you feel that centered and that confidence, and it's not even a confidence to go out and do something, it's just contentment. You're content with who you are, with what you have, with where you're at, and you feel that, 
you will see the, the potential you have to go out and create, to go out and achieve a goal. And so you've got to feel good about yourself first. All right, so funny enough is I had a completely different plan for this podcast episode today, but I ended up sharing my, it's like my origin story. It's where I, it's what propelled me to find coaching. And so I hope you enjoyed this story today and you could relate to it in some way. And again, if you want some coaching to figure out where you want to take your life, how to feel better about where you're at right now so you can make those decisions that will have an impact in your life in a year, in two years, in three years. Go schedule a time on my calendar. I would love to talk to you. My calls are either done through Zoom or over the phone, so it's super simple. And these are no pressure calls, so don't feel like you're gonna be sold anything at the end. Of course, I'll give you my information on what it looks like to work with me, but totally no pressure. I'm here just to coach you. I open four spots every single week to coach women just like you for free and get you on track to where you want to go. All right, you guys, have a great week and we will talk to you soon.